Welcome to episode 12 of Maddie's Joy, an Angelman Journey podcast. I am your host, Adam Birchmeyer. On today's episode, I will be sharing some of the frustrations that I've been feeling um, that come along with an Angelman Syndrome diagnosis. I hope that you enjoy. can't believe that we have made it to episode 12 already. If you didn't check out last week's podcast, we had Micah, um, who is Maddie's physical therapist. He's a pediatric physical therapist. Check that out. Um, I I think that he shared some pretty good insight, um, not only in the physical therapy realm, but also with just what you need to do as a parent if you feel like something's off and that and that's coming from a clinician um i I really enjoyed his insights so check that out if you haven't yet um but i really wanted to do today's podcast because i've really been feeling i wouldn't say down lately um but i've started to feel the weight of this Angelman syndrome diagnosis. Um, not, not as bad as I did when Maddie first got diagnosed by any means, but Maddie's peers are starting to distance themselves, um, skill wise, cognitively. And I think, I think I've really been noticing that trend and subconsciously I I think I've really been thinking about it um I haven't been sleeping much and Maddie's kind of in a sleep regression right now um so that doesn't help things but even when Maddie's sleeping I haven't really been sleeping that much and kind of staying up and and um trying to clear my head and I think the biggest frustration at least initially and probably right now as well is I don't want to be the expert. When we, when we first got diagnosed, we were told by our geneticists that, Hey, you have to become the expert and the newly diagnosed webinar and things like that kind of reinforce that. And that's with good reason. Um, I've shared this before, only 500,000 people have Angelman syndrome. And then Maddie has a deletion and about 70% of children with Angelman syndrome have a deletion. So that narrows it down even further to 350,000 children worldwide have what Maddie has. And then pile on top of that, that clinically Angelman syndrome all present differently. I mean, they have similarities, but I mean, you have children who sleep just fine through the night. You have children who have uncontrolled seizures. You have children who have controlled seizures. You have children that don't have seizures at all. Um, You have tremors. You have 
low muscle tone, you have undereating, you have overeating. There's so many components that happen with Angelman syndrome. And I think some of my frustration is just, I kind of want a roadmap to what this looks like. Now we have fantastic families that have older children that share quite often and share their knowledge and their experience. But at the same time, who knows if that's a path that Maddie's going to go down. And I think that that just weighs on me and that frustrates me. I'm so happy that there's the Angelman specific clinics. Um, but by no means are those a one size fits all clinic. Uh, they're, they're really individualized for your child. And I remember going out to Colorado and thinking, okay, now these doctors and these clinicians are going to have all the answers that I need. And then after the appointment, which the appointment was fantastic, don't get me wrong. But then afterwards you realize that it's just another doctor's appointment, that they can give you suggestions, but really they're just trying to learn your child, especially that first time. And for us being in Michigan, it's not like we can fly out to Colorado every couple of months. Um, we do have our yearly check-in coming up in August. Uh, we just got a date for that. But sometimes as a parent, I, I want to take a back seat to my child's treatment and leave it in the hands of an expert and knowing that I have to become that expert, it starts to weigh heavy because there's a reason why I didn't go into the medical field, right? It's just something that, that my mind doesn't work that way, um, first off. And second off, it's just, I mean, it's just not my cup of tea, right? Um, and having a child that has Angelman syndrome and knowing that I have to be the one in the room to monitor the doctor. Um, I shared earlier in one of the podcasts about how I had to correct a pediatrician um, who isn't our normal pediatrician, but was seeing Maddie for a sick visit, correct him and let him know that this just isn't a seizure condition. It's not a form of epilepsy. Epilepsy is just one symptom and sometimes I just want to sit in the room and have the doctor just tell me, do A, B, C, and D, and you'll get to where you're going. And that's another thing. Maddie's two and a half, so the mystery of what her future holds weighs on me. Is she going to walk? Is she going to develop scoliosis? We have to watch and monitor for these things. And sometimes I just want to cuddle with her and watch a movie and have her say, Dad. And I think that's something that weighs on me as well is the conversations that I thought that I would have with my child as they become older, that's going to be different. 
Now, I think Maddie understands a lot of what I say. She knows that she should stay away from the cords. And she kind of looks over her shoulder and gets a smile. And then when I say, no, Maddie, no, 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 she giggles and laughs. So it's not like we don't have some kind of back and forth and some kind of bond. Um, but I was blessed with some great mentors. I was, I was blessed with a great family. And I was blessed with a lot of people who instilled knowledge in me. And... I've made a lot of mistakes along the way, and as a parent, you just kind of want to instill that in your child, and when you hear that you're going to have a child, you kind of have these big dreams in your head. Um, not that they're going to be president in the United States or, or change the world, but you just want them to be a good person, and you want them to be successful. And that was part of the grieving process because I kind of had to change my mindset as to kind of what Maddie would become and wants to become, right? Because this is not me trying to project my hopes and my dreams on my child, but I didn't think that it would be like this. And I love my daughter. I would not trade her for a million years. I love my daughter, but I hate, I hate, I hate that she has to go through a diagnosis like Angelman syndrome. And it was funny because I was talking to a dental assistant. Um, I just went to the dentist this past week and she was, and we were talking about Maddie and she asked me if we did um, if we did testing before Maddie was born um, to see if she had any genetic defects, which we didn't. And if we're blessed with having another child, we're not going to do. And she asked me, "Don't you wish that you knew from birth?" And that was a, that was a heavy question for me. And I don't know the answer to that. All that I know is that I'm going to walk beside my daughter. I'm going to be side by side with her for as long as I'm on this earth. I'm going to become that expert. I, by no means am I there right now. Thank you to everybody who Thank you to everybody in the community who gives advice. Um, I learn a lot from you guys. And I, you know, with the podcast and with the blog, I, sometimes I feel like I'm the loudest voice in the room and I don't deserve to be. Um, but this is really just me exploring the diagnosis and trying to help others that come after me um, because those of you who came before me you guys have helped me tremendously so I'm just here um, as a fellow parent and not trying to be an expert and tell people what to do 
we're starting to get looks out in public. Um, I mentioned on the blog this past week that Maddie loves, loves, loves being in the spotlight. She loves being in social situations. Um, when we go to church, she's the most vocal that she is all week. She hams it up. And I love that. But I'm starting to notice, you know, that separation from the peers. And then, you know, people asking questions like, oh, how old is she? And it's, oh, she's two and a half. And they kind of, you know, the smile, the look, the deer in the headlights. Like, don't these parents understand? And sometimes it's it's a conversation that we can have right there on the spot. But sometimes it's just they, they kind of walk away. Um and, I, and I'm starting to feel that in my social group. I think people are, are scared to ask how Maddie's doing. Obviously, fellow Angelman parents that, that I talk to, um, they, uh, they're not that scared because, hey, they're going through similar things that we're going through. Um, but I've, I've really noticed, like, that... It's almost like Angelman syndrome has become that elephant in the room. And in many ways it is. But I want everybody to know that my child is my child. And it doesn't matter what her diagnosis is. She is her own person. She's her own personality. She's mischievous. She is stubborn. She's loving. She is playful. She's she's almost like a perfect human being, right? She can do no wrong. And maybe that's the dad in me, right? Um, I see my little girl and, I'll, oh, she can do no wrong. Um, but I, I really think that this syndrome is starting to way heavily on me and I'm starting to get a little frustrated by it so so I'm I'm seeking out ways to kind of get that off my chest right um I've mentioned therapy uh, I'm a huge believer in therapy um even if it's just to kind of break that log jam um I used to go every 2 weeks and now I go every other month um, because I was kind of feeling stable. Um, but now, now I think I'm ready for another another therapy appointment to kind of uh, unpack my feelings. Um, and thank you for letting me use this as an outlet to unpack my feelings to you guys. And I know that I'm not the only one in this boat. Um, if you have any suggestions, please feel free to reach out to me, whether you want to do it in private um or just comment you know kind of what what you guys do but yeah that that's kind of where i'm at at this point um i am gearing up for the angelman syndrome walk uh shared my first post about that so hoping to have a good sized team and i can't wait to see those of you in the state of michigan um at the Angelman Syndrome Walk, and, and I hope that those of you in other states or wherever you're doing the Angelman Syndrome Walk, that you guys um, 
have a great time. A little jealous of, of those of you who are going to the Indianapolis walk. You guys get the whole zoo to yourself. Um, Maddie loves zoos. Zoos and aquariums. She she might not see everything, but when she when something catches her eyes, she is locked in and focused on that. Um, but yeah, I, I really don't have much else to say. Um, I just kind of want to share how I was feeling. Um, not that I'm in a bad place whatsoever, but just, I think the diagnosis itself is really kind of rearing its head a little bit and kind of making me contemplate, you know, what, what the future holds for us. Um, please, please, please subscribe, like, comment if you would like. Uh, coming up, we have a few guests lined up, so um, it's not just going to be me rambling on. Um, check out the blog at maddiesjoy.com. That's M-A-D-D-I-E-S-J-O-Y.com. And until next time, have a wonderful day.